Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Good morning. We are live again for about the bajillionth time this week. We've been putting out a lot of live content and podcast content here with Keep Talking, and we are excited about putting out more and more because we are going to help you with your English every day. So in today's live, I am going to be going over some common mistakes and giving some feedback, okay? So, errores comunes con retroalimentación. Now, the reason that I decided to do this is because we've been running a conversations club for about the past two months now with Keep Talking. And we also, over the past week, have done where we've opened up the discussion to people during the conversations club to share audio messages with each other. We have about 200 people, 180 people in this group. Um, usually about 20 or 25 people connect with us every Friday night at 7 p.m. Uh, to join our Conversations Club live meetings via Zoom. Uh, and also over the past week, we've had uh, tons of people sending us messages every day, audio messages, um, ex talking about different topics in English. And we've been giving feedback. Estamos dando retroalimentación sobre los errores comunes eh, que la gente hace, ¿verdad? And so what I wanted to do in this live is to go over some of the common mistakes. ¿Cuáles son los errores comunes que estoy notando? Diego and I have been keeping track of everything that everyone is is saying that way we can help you with your English because that is ultimately the the goal of the keep talking methodology that's what separates us from other programs is the fact that we do interactions and feedback sessions interacciones y luego seguido por sesiones de retroalimentación y qué pasa en estas sesiones de retroalimentación te corregimos tus errores and we're trying to take that idea now to use it on a larger scale, right? Not just in one-on-one -on -one lessons, but also for our community as a whole. So we're super excited about the conversations club that we've got going. If you are not a part of the group yet, send us a direct message. Mándanos un mensaje directo si quieres ser parte del grupo de Club de Conversaciones. You can also send me a WhatsApp message. My WhatsApp number is in our bio. Mándame un mensaje de WhatsApp. Mi número está en nuestro bio de Instagram. Um, so, Let's go ahead and get started, right? I'm gonna be talking about seven or eight of the most common mistakes that I've seen. And you'll see probably it might be a little bright behind me. I've got the sun behind me. I love doing these recordings outside, especially in the mornings. Um, we can talk more about that on a different day or a different occasion. So let's get started. So the first common mistake that I'm seeing a lot of people make is with the short I sound in English. La I in English, pero no, eh, como lo digo, o sea, la I, la letra I, the letter I, es muy diferente que la I latina en español. So, why? Because, for example, a lot of times in English, we have words like live, give, decision, where we're using kind of a short I sound, right? And a lot of times, Spanish speakers make the mistake of pronouncing these words, um, leave, decision, 
um, give because in Spanish there really isn't this short I sound, okay? So the difference between the two sounds is, for example, in Spanish, when you say it like with the, the I Latina, you're always going I, li. You have your tongue touching your bottom teeth on the bottom of your mouth. O sea, la lengua está tocando los dientes de abajo en la parte baja de la boca. En inglés, la lengua está más para arriba, no está tocando la parte baja de la boca. Cuando decimos esas palabras como live, give, decision. Can you hear the difference? E, e versus e, e. Uh, let me give you an example. A lot of times when Spanish speakers pronounce the word, they struggle to pronounce the difference between the words leave, salir, and live, vivir, right? So the difference is with salir, it's leave to leave it's almost more like an e latina it's an elongated e you have your tongue down in the bottom part of your mouth whereas with live vivir you keep your tongue more up towards the roof of your mouth tu lengua no está tocando la parte baja de la boca tampoco es un sonido muy largo como en leave o salir so that's one and this goes for so many different words even the word like big for example la palabra para grande in english is muy difícil para los hispanohablantes muchas veces uh, because you typically want to say big big but the proper way to pronounce it is big big so focus on that short i sound uh, the next one i've got on the list is people oftentimes are saying like do you know colombia or do you know mexico do you know venezuela um we actually don't use the word do you know to talk about a place, right? So when we say, do you know, como que conoces algún lugar, es mejor decir, have you ever been to? Have you ever been to such a place, right? Have you ever been to? We usually only use the word know when we're talking about different people. Like, do you know someone? Do you know Jake? Do you know Diego? Etc. Etc. So cuando estás hablando sobre un lugar, uh, no dices, do you know this place? You say, have you been to this place? Okay, the next one I've got on the list is the pronunciation of the Y sound. La pronunciación de la Y en español. Okay, o en inglés digo. So I hear a lot of people saying, your, 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 like your. And I also hear a lot of people saying, your, instead of year. They're almost making it like a J sound. Now I realize that in Spanish, it's common to say like yo, especially with like a Colombian or South American accent, right? You say yo, yo me llamo, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But in English, we really wanna make sure that the Y sound does not have like a G to it, okay? So to pronounce the words you and your and year, we are not making that G sound. So just focus on you, your, year. Okay, the next one that I've got on the list is a lot of times Spanish speakers are messing up the the grammar when they say things like yo estoy estudiando o yo estoy aprendiendo, etc, etc. So to say those things properly, for example, I am learning, I am studying, I often hear a lot of times Spanish speakers saying I am study or I am live or I am practice, I am learn, et cetera, et cetera. But remember that the correct way to do this is I am studying, I am learning, I am living, et cetera, et cetera, with the gerund, with the ing at the end. So, enfócate en ese error también. Yo estoy haciendo tal cosa is I am blanking, I am studying, I am recording this live, I am talking, et cetera, et cetera. So the next one I've got on the list is, <clears throat> the word heard, 
heard, like escuchar, pero en el pasado, right? So we all know that escuchar in the present tense is to hear, right? Did you hear what I said? Um, but, or well, that's actually the question form of the past, but like, for example, I hear you, yo te escucho. Can you hear me? Me escuchas? Now, a lot of times Spanish speakers in the past tense are saying, I heard about that. And that is not correct. It is not correct. It is actually, I heard about that. I heard about that. And it's a difficult word because the word itself, heard, is spelled H-E-A-R-D. H-E-A-R-D. So it, you kind of think it would be heard, but it's actually I heard. It's pronounced the same word, uh, the same way as another word, which is heard, basically rebaño. That's what it means in Spanish, uh, like a herd of elephants, H-E-R-D. We're pronouncing the two words exactly the same. Un rebaño de elefantes, a herd of elephants, uh, or I heard you, yo te escuché. It's pronounced exactly the same. Se pronuncia exactamente igual, ¿verdad? But uh, it's written differently and it's very confusing for Spanish speakers. So remember to focus on that. In the present tense, it's I hear you. Can you hear me? In the past tense, it is I heard. You heard, she heard, etc., etc. So another common mistake that I've seen a lot of is putting an E sound in front of an S. This is another very common mistake that Spanish speakers make. So we have, for example, words like sleep, speak, start, and stop. So a lot of times Spanish speakers are saying sleep and speak and start and stop. Remember that there is not an E sound in front of these words. And it's difficult because in Spanish, right, you say things like especialista, especialización, especial. Uh, I'm using the word special a lot, but there's always that E sound in front of an S when the S is followed by another consonant. But in English, that's not how we say it, right? So we, it just, it starts directly. It's sleep, start, stop, speak. And this is something that you just have to practice over and over. Es algo que tienes que practicar porque tus cuerdos vocales, cuerdas vocales? I don't know. Tu lengua, tu boca, todos los músculos de la pronunciación están acostumbrados, en tu caso, si eres un hablante nativo del español, de decir el sonido de la E antes del, de la S, ¿verdad? But keep practicing. It just starts directly with the S. There is no E sound. Okay, so the next one is to pass time, pasar tiempo. So we actually don't say that as often in English, right? The word or the word pasar or pass is overused by Spanish speakers in English. So a lot of times it's very common to say, um, you know, yo pasé mucho tiempo con mi abuela, ¿verdad? In English, what's the best way to say that? We actually say, I spent a lot of time with my grandma. I spent a lot of time with my grandma. We say to spend time more than to pass time, right? En español se dice pasar tiempo, la mayoría del tiempo. Pero en inglés decimos to spend time, to spend time. It's the same word we use for money, actually, to spend money, etc., etc. Gastar dinero, to spend money, pasar tiempo, to spend time. Another common thing is I hear people saying, can I pass? Like, puedo pasar, right? So I know that that's how you commonly say it in Spanish. Like, um, if you want to go into a place or a room, puedo pasar. But in English, we do not say, can I pass? We say, can I come in? Or may I come in? We use come in instead of pasar. 
para entrar en un cuarto o en algún lugar. So remember, just try not to use the word pass as much as Spanish speakers use the word pasar, porque pasar es muy, muy común en español. Pero en inglés, el verbo pass se usa para ciertas cosas, pero no tan frecuentemente como en español, ¿me entienden? So just focus on that. Now, um, the last one I've got on the list here is, I hear a lot of people saying, good night everyone good night everyone and this is fine at the end of the night or at the end of a meeting um in the evening now what i mean by this is digamos como al, al comienzo de una reunión o un get together o algo así una junta uh, nocturnal es muy común para ustedes decir buenas noches a todos o buenas noches and that is the direct translation of good night however in english we usually only say good night right when we're about to go to sleep right um we have a comment from anna saying good morning yes good morning anna thank you anna maria thank you so much for being here um good morning good night it is morning right now um but good night in english is actually something we only usually say right before we go to bed it's almost kind of like a hasta luego hasta mañana type thing so when you say good night to someone it means you're not going to talk to them again until tomorrow basically, or some other day, right? It's, it's the end, it's el, como el final de la noche. When we're starting a meeting or when you just see someone to begin, you know, any sort of meeting or any sort of conversation uh, later in the day, instead of saying buenas noches, we say good evening, good evening. So do not say buenas noches if you are beginning a meeting, even if it is at night. It's better to say good evening or good evening, everyone. Um, so yeah, those are the, I think there was about eight of them total. Like I said, this is just a short live to go over some of these common mistakes. I'm going to be on here for about another minute or two in case anyone has any questions. Ana Maria, I'm not sure if you have any questions for us. Um, I know you've been very active in our conversations club and we really appreciate that. Once again, I want to give a big thanks to all of you talkers who have participated. Who have participated in the Conversations Club. They are Fridays, every Friday evening at 7 p.m. via Zoom. Um, send us a direct message, send me a WhatsApp message. Uh, I'm Sean. My WhatsApp number is in our bio if you'd like to participate in this group. It's very useful. It's going to help you a lot with your English, practicing at least once a week with a large group of people and practicing every day, just working on sending audio messages and receiving some feedback, right? So just to review really quick here, um, we had the things we're working on are the short I sound in words like live, give, decision. Um, we're working on, instead of saying, do you know Colombia or do you know Mexico? We say, have you ever been to Colombia or have you ever been to Mexico? Um, working on saying you and year, the Y sound correctly. It's not you and year. No, we're saying you and year, et cetera, et cetera. The other one I had was uh, I am studying. Uh, I am learning. So we have a lot of people who say, I am study English or I am learn English. I am live here. Remember, we have to have the ING. Si vas a decir que yo estoy estudiando, yo estoy viviendo, it has to be I am studying, I am living, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we also have, I heard about that. Yo escuché sobre esto. Heard in the past is pronounced different than to hear in the present. We also have the not using the E sound at the beginning of, of words like sleep, speak, start, stop. No, it is sleep, speak, start, stop. Also remember not to use to pass time as often. We typically say to spend time. 
to spend time in English. Sorry, I'm hearing some other sounds around here. Confuse me, other people out walking. So to spend time, to spend time. And then the last one is when you're starting a meeting in the evening, later in the day, even in the night, we typically say good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. Not good night, everyone. Good night, like buenas noches, es para terminar la reunión como hasta mañana. So if you're starting a meeting at night, say good evening, everyone. All right, everybody, this video will be on IGTV. We're also going to upload it to our podcast, uh, Keep Talking Podcast. It's available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, muchos diferentes podcast players. So um, have a great rest of your day, everyone, a great weekend, and we will talk again soon. Hasta pronto. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn.